You've got to wash the balls pre-kickoff. Best friends, yep. Like, if you don't know anything about rugby, don't talk to me. He didn't say that. Tell me he didn't just say that. and Steve all thanks to McDelivery. Goodness me, less than 48 hours to go. Are we pumped? Are we nervous? Are we excited? Steve, how, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? You've got to tell me. I don't know how I'm feeling. Uh, I think I'm mostly excited for this one. Okay. I'm not, I'm not no nerves, no major nerves kicking in. Just, uh, just a bit of inner anger. Uh, bit of inner focus. I trained. I went to the gym. What I'm, and what I'm not liking, or... guys, is what's on that middle TV right now. Yeah, yeah. no, we're, we've just uh, as we came <laughs> to air, literally on the TV highlights of the '95 World Cup final have been coming up. Uh, Joel Stransky <laughs> drop goal. Just Do we need to see goal. it? No. no, we don't. No, no we, we don't. don't. But I, you know I wanted to comment on the tracksuits. They are amazing tracksuits. Yeah, they go down well now. Uh, you could see someone finding one in some op shop somewhere and just going, "This is the steal of the century." We're doing crate day later in the year, and it's going to be. Um, uh, full tracksuit, and I'd love to get my hands on one of those ones. Now, I reckon you would look good in one of those. Uh, do you remember the juicy tracksuits? They're kind of like velvet to it. Sure, oh, they're for velvety. women, but they have kind of juicy nice. written over the bum and a matching top and pants. I reckon you could rock that. All right, you could I'll, make an, I'll make a note here. Yep. Where yep. would I find one of those at these days? Uh, oh, that's a very good question. Just Google it. Right you, can fi- you can find everything on the uh, World Wide Web, right? That's how it goes. Uh, still seeing highlights of that 95 World Cup final. That's fine. That's fine. Look, no scars, right? No. I'm, I'm sure most of the All Blacks, current All Blacks squad were probably not even born yeah. when that final happened. So no, no drama. No, I'm, I'm just generally excited for this. It's going to be a belter of a game. Although... The team's been announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes me think Africa may slow down the tempo of the match a little bit. Isn't but that your preferred style of yeah, play, yeah, that's Steve, my from favorite. what I've heard? That's my favourite. But I think the All Blacks are good enough. If we get it right, I think we're good enough to uh, still beat them in possibly bad weather conditions uh, and go around them. I, I think that's our best play, and I'm really looking forward to it. I, I just I think we're going to get this one right. I very much hope you're right. I've got a good feeling. We'll run through that team for the World Cup final, for those of you who have not seen it uh, up front. I mean, it's it's very similar to, to the teams we've seen in the Crunch Games for this World Cup so far. Ethan DeGroote, Cody Taylor, Tyrell Lomax starting in the front row. You're starting locks, Brody Retallick and Scott Barrett. Shannon Frizzell, Sam Kane and Artie Savier in the loose. Then Aaron Smith at halfback, of course. Richie Wonga uh, at 10, which is good because there had been some rumours doing the round that he might have picked up an injury. So always a relief to see that he is 
on the team sheet. Mark Talia, Will Jordan in the wings. Jordy Barrett, Rico Ioane in the midfield. Bowden Barrett at fullback. And then on the bench, a bit of a nod here to what the Springboks are going to try to do to the All Blacks. Samasoni Tokiaho is the reserve hooker, uh, not Dane Coles, in spite, of course, of Dane Coles hanging up the boots after this. So we have seen the last of Dane Coles in his rugby career now. But what a way to go out for him uh, in that quarterfinal epic against Ireland. Uh, your reserve props to Mighty Williams and Nepalaulala as well. Again, probably a nod to the scrummaging prowess that is going to be needed off the bench up against that 7-1 split in the box bench with the forwards and just the single back. Sam Whitelock is the reserve lock. Dalton Pabaletti's in there. Finlay Christie is the reserve halfback. Damian McKenzie and Anton Leonard-Brown rounds out the 23. Good squad? Solid. That's my team. Oh, that's pretty much the team I picked yesterday on on air. So, yeah, I think that's the best we got. So let's rumble. Uh, there's a good way to avoid the scrum, and that's don't knock it on or don't kick it into their 22 on the full, where they often, for the free kick, they've yeah. taken a scrum. So, yep. uh, yeah, let's just run it. Get the ball, keep it. Don't give it to them. It's hard to score tries if they have uh, don't have zero, the ball. Zero yeah. position. Uh, I just... It's going to be tough, right? And I think it's going to be tough when you get to that, you know, the 50-minute mark where they, where they pull a lot of their starting forwards. They pull Sia, all of those guys, uh, and they replace them with these very fresh faces who are just as good, in some cases better, than the guys that have just gone on. Is there enough forward power in the entire New Zealand 23 in your mind to combat that and knowing that at some point they will have the ball and knowing exactly what they will try and do with it? Yeah, I, I think like Quagga Smith's been one of the best of the tournament. He's just so good over the ball. Like he's gonna he's gonna get a couple. So uh, just have to be prepared. Just have to be ready to um, you know. At, it's all about it'll be all about the breakdown. So basically, if we can get some go forward over the veg line, we we're gonna go all right. But you know, if they can stop us and put pressure on those rucks and. You know, hopefully Wayne Barnes allows a bit of an open free flow, free flow of a game, then then we'll be all right. But if if it's one of those stoppy starty ones, we we tend to struggle a little bit. I was literally just about to ask, as you were saying that name, Wayne Barnes. How do you anticipate he will go about refing this? Because that will be a, a pretty significant part of how both these teams can play. Yeah, listen, I think he's come a long way in the. 50 odd years he's been around uh, he, he's he's one of the best referee, better referees on the planet and he generally this tournament so far has allowed a bit of an open free flowing game he's been pretty tight at the breakdown but giving teams an opportunity to win their own ball you know first of all and pe- penalises heavily if if your hands go on the deck first and then back on the ball so I, I think I think he's going to be pretty free flowing I think he's he's probably the pick I'm, I'm glad it's him and not one of the Frenchies because we would be in certain trouble with that yeah, there's a certain level of uh, pedantic behaviour no. that can go on with the Frenchies, I must say. Uh, when you look at this from a mental game perspective, uh, look, these teams have faced each other twice this year. The All Blacks obviously did them over at Mount Smart in Auckland earlier in the year, particularly in the early stages of that game, only to then get thrashed in a record defeat at Twickenham in the warm-up game to the World Cup. Do you think either of them will carry any form of mental scars from either of those games, or do you think both teams have just gone, they were what they were in a World Cup year? I think there's a, it lights a bit of a fire in the All Blacks' belly f- for what happened at Twickenham. You know, I, I was hoping they, I thought, I honestly thought the All Blacks needed to lose a match before the World Cup, and I was hoping they, well, I wasn't hoping, but I, I, I was 
you know, it was the last one left for them to lose. So uh, they did lose. I didn't expect them to be humiliated the way they were in the mm. end. So, you know, they, that's they, that's still there. They That's still, you know, it's good to have that fire in the belly. It's still there. So they know if they perform well, like they did at Mount Smart, they know they, they, they'll they be able to knock them over. I have no doubt about that. So um, they just know they need to turn up and be physical. It's all about the physicality. Like if we can get quick go ball on the front foot, they, they won't be contained out wide. Mm. It was interesting as well, in that week after that loss to the Springboks at Twickenham, I was in Germany for the All Blacks camp there, that they were having their pre-World Cup camp, talking to Sam Kane, and I remember him saying to me, like, you know, he's got, he's really carried that steely, determined look in his eye uh, very well, I think, ever since then throughout this World Cup, but he just said, look, only time will tell, but hopefully there will be a time that we will be able to look back in that and say we are glad that it happened when it did. Yep, you, you learn more from a loss than you do from a win, and and that was you know, mate, that was the loss before the tournament. That you know, then they lost the following week to the French, but I still believe they held some stuff back mm. during that match, and and also in in the game at Twickenham, right? They spent forty minutes in their own twenty-two basically, and the Africans struggled to score. Mm. You know. I have seen no other team absorb that from Africa and and then they had a, a red card and then they still absorbed it more and then just ran out of gas at the end. But I yeah, if they get it right, they're definitely capable of winning. Mm. But uh she's gonna be she's gonna be a big ass. I think I think I know that probably T B odds say that um New Zealand's favourite here in New Zealand, but I, I probably think around the world I think the the All Blacks are probably going in as underdogs, which is not a bad thing either. When you look at South Africa, they've obviously had certain off-field distractions with Bongi Mbanambi uh, and the discourse over whether or not he said anything racist to Tom Curry during that semi-final. He, of course, is free to play uh, and will be playing, which will be of great relief the to them. The investigation's tomorrow, like after the game, right? It's uh, uh, No, the investigation, they couldn't find anything that outright showed that he said... Well, what on. Tom Curry accused him of, of saying. But I guess the point that I'm uh, trying to make or, or the question I'm trying to ask is whether something like that works against the Springboks or whether something like that might galvanise them. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't think it, I don't think the players, it'll be, it'll, it won't be spoken about. It's something that, you know, the media need stories uh, during the week and that was a pretty big one early in the week. I, I, I think it was probably pretty far from the players I don't think the Africans would have thought too much about it to be honest and just got on concentrating on what they need to do and let the media um, print some press but yeah I, listen let, let it go what ha- what happens out on the field stays out on the field and shake hands and we get on to it at the end of the match and uh, it's it's four years we've waited it's been a long time it's oh. been a long time I'm looking forward to this one well, yeah I think I mean I think everyone is aren't they like for you I kind of is, is it a success to a degree regardless of which way the result goes for this All Blacks team, considering where they were, or is... No, you're shaking your head at me because you're an uber competitor and you're sitting there telling me absolutely not they have to win it. They have to win this one. Mm. You know, they've done they've done the work they needed to get themselves here and, and they have to win it. You know, they're, they're rolling a bit of momentum in. Uh, the big win over Ireland, and obviously last week was a bit easier, a bit more comfortable for them. Um, the Africans have had two pretty tight ones and, you know, some some... Bounces of the balls have gone their way for the Africans, so you know that's hard to get that bounce of the ball three weeks in a row. That's what, what I, I'm hoping. <laughs> what I do like about this as well is that we can now, I think, officially dispense with the idea that you must win every pool game 
uh, to to win the World <laughs> Cup. Obviously, South Africa showed that for the first time in the last World Cup. Now we've got two finalists, both of whom lost in pool play, uh, and now that entire idea and the freak out over a pool stage loss yeah. uh, in the future is probably a thing of the past, just, which is kind of yeah. nice. I mean, yeah, it just didn't matter. Uh, the French in 2011 lost two pool matches, still made the final and almost won it. Uh, it just it just doesn't matter. What matters is how you play that quarterfinal. That's all that matters because if, you, if you're not on the, your best – look at Ireland this year, number one team in the world. They weren't on top. They weren't on their best game for that quarterfinal and they're not there anymore. All about the quarterfinal. And I think the All Blacks have learned that over over the last few years. I do have to ask Steve, uh, because for those of you who don't know, Steve's currently in a bit of a uh, a trimming down period, shall we say? Yeah. Uh, and so he's starving, basically, uh, at the moment, trimming down so that he can model for a firefighter's calendar. We will let you know when and where those are available to purchase, or for a good cause. Or for Movember, yes. Or for Movember. Uh, but for you, do you allow the uh, intense diet that you're currently on to go by the wayside a little bit for some nervous eating during the game? What's your situation there? No, I've got to be strong. I've got some uh, I've got some friends coming around, actually, and they want bacon and eggs for breakfast, so I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to cook up the bacon and eggs for them, and just just in, engage in the smells and the aromas, and that'll be it. that'll be it for me. Oh, what? And just have your muesli? No, I'll have uh, I'll have some egg whites. Oh, uh, that's grim. No, that's grim. I'm honest. I'm almost tempted to kick you off the show right now. Yeah, it's hard. Egg whites, absolutely. It's hard, but you know, as you get older, things get harder. <laughs> things just get a lot harder, and. Uh, yeah, I could used to get fit pretty easily back in the mm. day, but it's not seems doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Well, for what it's worth, I will not be dieting come Sunday morning, but I will be wow. uh, home in, in New Plymouth with my family, hoping to make some uh, very good fond memories with my young nieces, which is in part what all this can be about, right? Bringing people together, well, I hope, creating memories. I hope the new uh, New Zealand Prime Minister um, gives gives the country a public holiday on Monday if we win. I know <laughs> and, uh, Bob Hawke did it back when um, Australia won the America's Cup. He said, um, you know, it would be un-Australian if anyone got sacked for not turning up to work on Monday, and which <laughs> pretty much meant it was a public holiday. So I think, I think the country deserves it. I think, we, I think we deserve it. If the boys get up, I think we deserve to just, you know, have a few beers on a, on a Monday at lunchtime and, and just throw some, some, some game up on the TV and everyone just have a good time. I think we, we do a good time. I think so too. I think we need to put that to the uh, incoming Prime Minister's press secretary as the show goes to air, Producer Brad. Considering uh, he spent the whole entire campaign talking about getting Kiwis back at work, uh, I don't know how <laughs> keen he's going to be with but, that. But he like, also walked out the day after the election in an all-blacks jersey. Yeah. So, so there's a chance, right? You're not just pandering, mate. You're not just pandering. Well, listen, you Come can't, on. You, can't you, you, can, you can only ask, right? Let's just someone throw him a message and just see what happens. <laughs> Do you um, have a history of flying in New Zealand? Because I reckon you're chance to be better if you if you fly on the national uh, airliner given the fact that I don't know if you know this but he used to run in New Zealand <laughs> I will he's fact, told a few people I will in fact be on the national carrier on Sunday back to Auckland so if you want to use that in your pitch to his presec Brad then by all means free beers on in New Zealand then on all flights actually that's a good shout surely there'll be some sort of I mean he's not in charge now but he'll have some pool somewhere yeah, we're, oh, isn't yeah it, he'll um, have some strings for Greg Foran yeah. yeah, mate, he's got plenty. Kieran will be messaging him, going, yeah. "Come on, Let's throw some beers around, the- Dad." Yeah, 
Surely, surely, for the country. Maybe SCZ could chip out a few beers around here. All right, we're getting carried away. We're so, getting oh, carried away. <laughs> <what? laughs> uh, producer, producer Brad uh, has a, well, it's what looks suspiciously like uh, a lemonade. LMP. In the, I was going for lemonade, Brad. I was covering you with that. Anyway, here is what's coming up. This will be bad for you, actually, Steve, given your diet on our Macca's menu. Oh. Get your Macca's favourites delivered. With Mick Delivery, we are speaking to cricket umpire Billy Bowden, who is on the cusp of a major milestone. You all know Billy, his famous gestures. Cannot wait to have him on the show. Our TAB update as well with Brendan Popplewell and former Australian cricket captain Tim Payne is on the show later on. Press box today with George Berry and former All Black Ant Strawn joins us to talk all things Rugby World Cup final. Our colourful moment of the week, our picks of the weekend, Greg O'Connor from Harness, uh, for Harness Racing. We raise our glass to the week that was and it is Divine's Delight. So get your tips in. Divine's Delight, formerly known as Kim's Cashy, formerly known as Beaver's Best, uh, for that I would anticipate that something somewhere will be going on the World Cup final at some stage. We're going large, people. Like if you want to going large. If you, if you want to win a couple of hundred, this is not your show. We want to. We're going for the thousands, right? We want some. We want some ideas thrown out there. That's going to come. We want some money. We want we want to win some money this weekend. Tell you what, Steve, I absolutely nailed my selection last week in which I picked Taranaki to win the NPC final one to twelve, uh, nice. the two eighty shout, and got a bit of stick from you in the group chat actually. And so that hasn't been forgotten. Just saying, that's but, our Macca's menu. Thanks to McDelivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. The Run Homes Sporting Headlines. Here's what's making news today. To the Cricket World Cup in Sri Lanka have breathed life into their World Cup campaign and left England in increasing danger of missing out on a semi-final spot after cruising to an eight-wicket win in a low-scoring affair. Looking to finish it off in style. And it's another victory for Sri Lanka in 50-over World Cup matches over England. They've done it now five times in a row. Yes, chasing a modest 157 for only their second win, Sri Lanka overcame the loss of two early wickets, getting across the finish line in 25.4 overs. Of all the selection calls Ian Foster has had to make in his four years as All Blacks head coach, leaving Dane Coles out of Sunday's Rugby World Cup final against South Africa was the toughest. Coles is one of eight All Blacks involved in their final week with the team as a large number of players called time on their careers in the black jersey. While the likes of Aaron Smith, Bowden Barrett, Brodie Retallick, Richie Maunga and Sam Whitelock have accepted lucrative offshore deals, the veteran hooker is, of course, of course he is, doing things his way. Content with playing the entirety of his career in New Zealand, the hooker will simply retire, ending a career that began with Wellington in 2007. Now, while most of those departing will mark the end of their careers with either a test start or an appearance off the bench, Coles has been overlooked entirely and will play no part in the World Cup final. We've got, we want to let them not talk too much about posts, but um, uh, that was a tough one. You know, probably the toughest I've had as a coach. How did he take it? way that I would have expected him to. He's a champion. He is indeed. Uh, moving on to basketball, and the New Zealand Breakers slumped to their third straight Aussie NBL defeat, falling 97-85 to the Adelaide 36ers at Auckland Spark Arena. The home side led 73-70 in the final quarter, 
when American Ford Zylan Chatham suffered an injury to his right leg after attempting a three-point shot. The Sixers went on an immediate eight-point run that carried them clear of their rivals. The Breakers have either led or tied for the lead in the final quarters of all three defeats and must now rally to face southeast Melbourne Phoenix on the road on Saturday. Joseph Parker has left no stone unturned in training camp as he looks to deliver a show-stealing performance in Saudi Arabia this weekend. Former WBO heavyweight champion Parker takes on little-known Canadian slugger Simon Keane in his scheduled 10-rounder in Riyadh. And the New Zealander is widely expected to make short work of the obscure Keane, who has never faced anyone close to Parker's class. Those are your headlines. Remember, give us a text on the Temper Bed Post text machine, double eight double three Temper and Bed Post. Range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body, so you can put your head and feet up in comfort.